0: How oh, is it? Greg? It is I like you smoking this the pink sock. You see what I did there? You see what I did there? You're drinking your coffee <laughs> like you got nothing to say, correct <sighs> So what actually you no, know it's
1: here? um it's protein hot chocolate. So there's no carbs. Oh, no dear. sugar. It's actually that's really nice. That's not real hot chocolate.
2: I just have water tonight. <sighs> I didn't have time to make a cup of tea.
1: Oh, that shit's hardcore. <laughs>
0: Naomi- vodka? No, Ni- Naomi's drinking diet vodka. Yeah, thanks for making. Um, diet vodka is what uh, Renee's drinking. Um, I had a random thought last night.
1: Ooh.
0: Um, the word Bukaki sounds like a Mortal Kombat character. Does it not?
1: we talked about this
0: <laughs> i know yeah. but like doesn't it sound like a mortal kombat
1: character or a character from kick-ass
0: like like Bukaki. wins like, i'm not even gonna say what that sounds like <laughs> what actually is right naomi sorry do you know what but actually
1: is no what is it
0: google it and come back to me um <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm scared. We could now.
1: call this show the Bukaki Podcast.
0: The Bukaki. <laughs> Dude, if I'm a barista, I'd be the Bukaki barista. Right, my
1: new, it's my new roast. Bukaki dark <laughs> roast coffee.
0: Bukaki coffee. <laughs> it's, it's quite salty. It's quite salty. Should we jump into the news segment before we just jump into conversation and forget?
1: Go for it. <laughs> all yeah. right.
0: you You've got all your different news programs. Well, today you've got Pink Sock News. Um,
2: dun, dun,
0: dun. We have some announcements, some uh, breaking news from us and from our friends. Uh, Mike, Mike's uh, pregnant. Mike is pregnant, but it isn't Grax, we think. We're not sure. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no that's not the it's not the news <laughs> that's good serious with it for a minute we do have
1: a guest Smith.
0: we have a guest coming G- give me a drum roll you got yeah you you have you have okay Joe Rogan has all these doctors on his podcast so we're gonna have a really? doctor on ours we're gonna have Clive Jackson of Doctor and the Medics on the show. Ah,
1: uh, it's Dio. He's still alive.
0: <laughs> We're going to have Doctor and the Medics in the house. A real doctor. I don't know if he's licensed or not, but I mean, today's day and age. Maybe he can
1: fix that. my brain.
0: Maybe he could fix your brain. But yes, we got Clive Jackson of Doctor and the Medics coming on the Pink Stock. When you ask? When you ask? He's going to be on the show. <laughs> monday february 21st at noon eastern standard time
1: well, oh he's was... gotta cast a spell on you look at him like put that picture up again
0: <laughs> he's it's a wizard. Page. he's a powerful
1: wizard he's a fucking wizard man
0: he is i'm gonna ask him about his wizardry
1: um he... so that means we're gonna all dress up
0: i don't know <laughs> i don't know if he dresses up i don't know
1: we yeah, might dude to... if he doesn't dress up, if i dress up i'll be pissed <laughs>
0: Also, this is uh, kind of Pink Sock related, kind of not. I'm going to finally be appearing on yet another podcast. I did the Death Comes Lifting thing, which if you want to check it out, it is on Spotify. Um, I was recently on that show. Also, I'm going to be making my debut on the show Dabs with Dads, which is featuring a familiar face, Matt Cooper, who was formerly on the show. We're just going to hang out and randomly bullshit in his garage. You know, nothing more white trash than that. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> not at all. That sounds, that sounds good, though.
0: Yeah, we're going to smoke a little bit and talk on the show. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. And I might make more appearances on the show. We shall see. Also, not Pink Sock related, but one of our supporters, and we support them as well. We do have, uh, what is it, this Friday? Yeah, yeah it's this, this Friday we have Carrot Top is going to be on in the trenches. I really hope Carrot Top is at his A game because I really want to see him make freaking Ryan sweat because you can't get a word on edgewise with that guy I've heard. Like,
1: oh, really? He's like, he looks boy. like he's about to rob a bank or steal a kid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he does.
0: And that pitch is just really... <laughs> You <laughs> can't even have good guests on the show because Grack over here is just gonna roast them all. He's, he's like, you look like you're trying to steal a kid. You can steal now. What are you saying, dude.
1: Like, can you imagine like seeing him in Pennywise makeup, like in an alleyway?
0: No, thank you. Candy? No, thank you. That is fucking terrifying. Fucking- yeah terrifying don't do that do not put that no. in that's <laughs> it with the pink stock news do you guys have anything you want to announce before we
1: end of uh, nah, no
0: you, you don't have I'm any more right videos now. coming of you, <laughs> of you. <laughs> i
1: just don't have the time the last video i put up was uh five days six days ago i put up a cover of uh comeback kids cross it's from the new album heavy steps and it, oh, featured, it featured uh um the singer from Gojira as Ghost Burgles in that song. Oh
0: actually, nice the video,
1: the video the video clip is very trippy though. It's but it's so cool.
0: Doesn't Gojira have a new album too?
1: Yeah, it came out last year. It's so actually pretty good. they got like metal album of the year or something.
0: Damn, dude. I thought that was gonna go to like Biebs.
1: But it's fucking it's pretty good.
0: <laughs> I thought just going to win metal album of the year
1: actually i was watching a video clip um it just popped up on fucking TikTok or some shit. um it was a justin Bieber concert like maybe from a year ago two years ago whatever and like i swear he's like when he sings it's off key
0: was there a mosh pit though
1: no it was just like a bunch of 16 year old girls screaming at him just because he took his shirt off
0: <laughs> it's getting kind of weird now because isn't Beebs like getting to be like 30
1: yeah yeah isn't he married now or something
0: it's kind of weird like all these like 16 year old kids are still like wanting him you know what I mean? it's just kind of weird
1: yeah it's kind of creepy
0: yeah like i'd be like <laughs> me getting up on stage and all these 16 year old girls oh my god i want you like i, I wouldn't like that oh my
1: god get away from me no
0: i'm joking <laughs> like i don't know like i'd feel kind of Kid Rock or Ted Nugent? Did you hear about Kid Rock?
1: <laughs> Kid Rock.
0: Did you hear about Kid Rock? No. Yeah. Um, you know no. that movie Osmosis Jones? You want
1: to know about Kid Rock?
0: <laughs> no, do you know that movie Osmosis Jones? No. It was a kids. Anyway,
1: movie. it carry was
0: on. it was a kids movie. Um, and there's a song featured by Kid Rock in this movie one of the lyrics now the whole song's fucked up and shouldn't be in a children's movie but there's one lyric in particular that really catches your attention the lyrics are hold on let me get here i'm trying to scroll to it here it is young ladies young ladies i like them under age c some say it's statutory but i say it's mandatory that is a kid rock lyric for a that's,
1: that's creepy as shit that is very creepy
0: that's in a kid's movie
1: that's scary
0: and the whole song he's talking about like kicking out them shit rhymes and all kinds of like shit that shouldn't be in a children's movie to begin with and it's really crazy
1: that st- was it in the style of country
0: <laughs> <I> No, <know, laughs> it was like because you know his country rap he does
1: oh uh, yeah
0: it was not that style
1: it's see funny. i kind of like his first two albums were good and then it just went I, no. He was
0: alright, but like he started trying to get more political.
1: Yeah, but he was more into the whole new metal rap thing. Like Biscuit and shit, yeah?
0: Yeah, he was good at one time. He was good at one time. I'm not dissing on Kid Rock by those means, by his early day stuff, but fucking hell. Yeah,
1: he's just a rudneck now.
0: What's up, Matt? Uh, Matt's in the chat. I'm going to be seeing him next Monday. I'm going to be on Debs. with dads we are going to...
1: Nice, nice, I'm, nice, I'm nice. Not,
0: I'm not even a dad, and I don't even dab, so it's going to be interesting. Um, well, you had
1: a pregnancy, you had a pregnancy scare, so there you go.
0: I did. I had a pregnancy <laughs> scare. It wasn't Grax. It was actually my fingers. Um, it ripped through the toilet paper. It got me right on the pooper. And <clears throat> anyway, uh,
1: Renee's talking. I'm about worried me. about you, man.
0: <laughs> what? Why are you worried about me?
1: You're just—I don't know. You're okay.
0: Yeah, I'm okay. Thanks for showing. Okay. Thanks for showing love, Matt. It feels so good on the inside. Um,
1: <laughs> well, really, it comes out from the other side.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wonder if Matt. I forgot to ask him. I wonder if Matt's relay Dallas. <laughs> Joe, Joe Joe said she would take one for the team. We'll sit on Kid Rock's face just to shut him up. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Matt calls me Bubba. Like, he still calls me by my prison name.
1: (laughs) Your prison name, Bubba.
0: (laughs) Big Bubba. Did you ever see the movie um, My Cousin
1: Earl? No. No, no. You need to watch it. Fuck, dude. I've actually got so much movies to watch. I need to watch Das Till Dawn, which I still haven't seen. (laughs) It's on my list. Now I gotta watch that and now I gotta watch all these other fucking movies. Oh no, it's um, my
0: cousin Vinny, not my cousin Earl, my cousin Vinny. I got two sh- things mixed up. Oh my! He he'll make me feel good on the inside. That's what he does. <laughs> he does this cool thing with his tongue. I don't want to talk about it, it's too detailed. Um Girack <laughs> <laughs> either froze or he's horrified. But uh my my cousin, oh, my. <laughs> is, my cousin Vinny's the name of it. I was thinking of like a TV, like my brain mashed you thing but have you seen my cousin Denny? no it's a Joe Pesci movie it's like an earlier yeah. Joe Pesci movie it's about this kid he ends up like getting arrested and he thinks he's being arrested for stealing a candy bar but he actually is getting arrested for killing the guy behind the counter because he got murdered after they left and his cousin Vinny. No, I was
1: just reading. Sorry, I was just reading Joe's comment.
0: If you find <laughs> pussy cheaper elsewhere, fuck it. Um, <laughs> you might get an infection if you do that. Um, but my cousin Vinny is a great movie. Um, about uh, Joe Pesci's character, who is barely even a lawyer, trying to help these kids beat this fucking case of capital manslaughter. It's like what the fuck? What are you doing, Greg?
2: Sorry. Yeah, what, what are
0: you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? She's he's flashing. He's flashing
1: oh, the camera.
2: Shit. Yeah. He, oh no, he, he,
1: he, he was flashing. The camera. He was... She just had shit lighting.
0: She just choked on her chicken nugget laughing. There's there's, there's there you that, go.
1: There's I look more room. shiny now. Sorry guys. You're I had good. shit lighting from before. Can we finish can we edit that out?
0: Yeah, we can start the show all over. Hold on, let me go back to the beginning.
1: Yeah, <laughs> let me just hit the rewind. Renee now choked now, so yeah.
0: Renee in the chat choked her chicken, so give her a round of applause. She choked her chicken. Oh, she choked on her chicken. Never
1: mind. Yeah, I, I hope you're okay. I, hope I just choked on my chicken nugget. Well, dude, there's
0: there's yeah. better ways to die
1: than I mean, chucking on a nugget.
0: She's going to be in the next episode of A Million Ways to Die or whatever it's called, Thousand Ways to Die. Like, she's... she's, (laughs) Did you... Okay, let's talk about podcasting real quick because there has been controversy right now surrounding surrounding Joe Rogan. Um, Joe Rogan recently got in trouble for spreading misinformation when it comes to COVID vaccines. I'm not going to get into the politics of it right now. I'm just going to get into what he's being attacked for um he's being attacked for spreading misinformation now his show he interviews people of all different mindsets and just lets them talk he doesn't necessarily say one way or another he'll talk about his own experiences but he won't say that he's a scientist and he knows what he's talking about no he just talks to the people and he's getting for spreading misinformation and he's like no 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 i was just having a conversation with somebody I didn't tell people what to do
1: yeah exactly yeah
0: like he's not telling people to do this or do
1: that like he is a smart man but people just think that he's just a dick
0: well did you hear his apology that he released recently
1: um i think i saw that up on facebook
0: See, Joe, the thing is, is freedom of speech does not protect you from corporations or backlash. That only protects you from the government. The thing with Joe Rogan, though, is he even admitted in the video. He's like, "Okay, I will admit that lately I've been interviewing people with the same different minds, like the same mindset." Um, he said, "I should be interviewing somebody with this mindset and then somebody with a completely different one right afterwards." Yeah. To give two different sides of the coin, he's like, "That's where I went wrong," and he apologized. And that's how you apologize as a person. And he's like, "Listen, I just have a podcast. I just talk with people. That's all I do. Yeah, no. yeah." <laughs> yeah. And he's letting well, the people who he has on speak their opinions. Yeah, yeah. Like the guy yeah. that was on the show was a doctor. had multiple best selling books. He just wanted to talk to the person about what they thought.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, people like Neil Young are idiots. So
0: and he even said in the video he's like I have no loss of respect for Neil Young he's like I still love the guy he's like I've always been a big fan he's like he did what he had to do I do what I have to do I mean
1: yeah I think he just wanted to be in the scene and just because maybe no one doesn't listen to his music so there you go
0: well, a lot of people are removing their music off Spotify, but a lot of people are making it seem like they're doing it because of Joe Rogan. There's a lot mm-hmm. of people that are, aren't on Spotify and never have been on Spotify because Spotify is a horrible company to work
1: for. Oh, yeah. 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 Like I'm not yeah. saying it's
0: horrible. I I, 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 Let me retract my statement. I don't know if it's a horrible company to work for. It's a horrible company as an artist to have on their platform because they do not pay you nearly enough. Yeah. They pay people like Jay Rogan millions of dollars while paying like other people barely any money, right? He owned his mistake. He admitted he was wrong. and He's trying to fix it. I mean, we're all human. We all make mistakes. I mean, fuck. I'm a podcaster. You guys are podcasters. We probably fucked up time and time again. If somebody calls us out on it, I'll be more than welcome to address it. Pick his but, ass. But we are humans. We are just on a show talking some things that we say may not be factual at that moment in time, and we didn't know it. Who the fuck cares?
1: Like Mike is pregnant.
0: I am. Um, it's, I'm actually uh, supposed to give birth eight and a half months prematurely. Um, it's going to just come out of spinal cord of <laughs> eyes. It's going to look like the fucking old lady on Spongebob. Like chocolate. It'll look, like, look like that.
1: Yeah, really? It'll pop out like in Alien? Are you? yeah
0: could you imagine if you had a mouth like that where another mouth came out is it a food baby no it's crack baby baby. it's crack's baby um
1: of course it's a food baby if it's my baby
0: i'm not sure if the baby will make it because the baby's not sure if it should have hair or not um (laughs) it's a lot of stress on the baby yeah it's not too sure what it wants, what it's gonna have (laughs) Right, Greg? Right, right, right. You know what I mean? By the way, we are he'll,
1: he'll pop out and he has like a dirty mustache.
0: <laughs> I am planning on moving us to another platform once I get the money to do so. I do plan on streaming on Twitch too. Uh,
1: if we said Pornhub.
0: Pornhub, yeah, that'd be perfect, but I got to have my pants off when I do it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: That's the educational program we're doing
1: like this is what i, I suck so after hours so you know how like they do like big brother after hours
0: i guess they have a big brother like,
1: no like well they have like um unseen footage of big brother
0: oh okay oh yeah So it would
1: be like that of us
0: no that would be our only fans account <laughs> it's just, it's just backstage footage that'd probably get us in trouble though some of the shit we talk about <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, we're making all you fans great again. You you, you think
0: the show's bad when we're on the air. <laughs> you should hear the shit we say off the air.
1: You, <laughs> you don't should hear the shit we say on Instagram Live.
0: <laughs> you don't have to pay money for Twitch, but um, Twitch, I heard, is a better uh, platform for like streamers like us that stream the podcast because people can send money and shit and gifts.
1: Mm, so I can pay my rent. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude we do have a patreon but it's not active right now
1: yeah fuck that.
0: Yeah. i was thinking about booting it back up but you know how hard it is to keep track of all these socials we already have plus that
1: it's like it's like having five or six kids and you're I trying mean, to look after everyone if,
0: if i was able to find a way to make money off of it i wouldn't mind running all this shit and working my ass off doing it but i haven't found a way to make money yet not saying that it's about the money but it'd be nice to make something you know what i mean
1: a dollar or two right Come on,
0: yeah a dollar or two an episode maybe right
1: come on guys like mike wants to come to australia so he needs the money
0: (laughs) i have a feeling a
1: dollar or two a day we'll get him here by next year
0: in the arms of the angel keep talking she (laughs) will it's like one of them fucking commercials about them starving kids (laughs)
1: Breaking news For just
0: a dollar a day, you can send Mike to Australia.
1: Hang on, wait, 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 oh, wait. You're fucking where is this breaking news? shit? Wait.
0: I'll find it here. Hold on, I got it it's
1: right here. All right, breaking news a dollar a day, you can help Mike come to Australia. <laughs> Just for a dollar a day
0: in the arms of the angel, you tell him, Greg. If
1: you don't, guys, don't do it. We'll get this guy on you.
0: <laughs> I-, I can't wait to talk to him. I don't know. I don't think he's a licensed doctor, but <laughs> oh, for a dollar a day, you can help get me laid. That would be something. <laughs> Dude, you're not
1: cheap. <laughs> I'm not that cheap, me either
0: Like, uh, I mean. <laughs> I think I'm worth more than just sex, man. I mean, take me out to dinner.
1: Right, maybe I'm a bit cheap on when I'm taking people out, but like,
0: <laughs> I just got paid, so I'm rich. No, I'm not. I'm gonna fucking spend it all on bills. No. Isn't getting older a bitch, man? You got a bills and responsibility Isn't That shit. Yeah, I mean, nice. right. you gotta wipe
1: your own ass and shit. I fucking hell. <laughs>
0: God damn, I miss. I I love you too, Renee. Uh, I miss like. When somebody else to my ass which i got a question speaking oh, of, shit. speaking of ass um this is my therapy um have you ever like got a real bad itch on your asshole? hear me out a real <laughs> a real bad itch, and <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad you get it hi dad, um, Bye, dad. hi hi uh, hi everybody says hi dad yeah, all right all right but uh <laughs> what was that Oh yeah, you get a real bad itch on your ass. And you're like itching it. Yeah, because you itch it because it itches really bad. You itch it and ever done like the forbidden smell? Like you're, like oh, I need to go take a shower or something like that. Ever do that? No. Oh, me either. I was just, yeah. just conversation. Um,
1: what so strange and normal, dude? <laughs>
0: just just normal just for, yeah i love how like nobody ever wants to talk to me and until i'm live like nobody ever wants to talk to me oh yeah
1: that my phone now we've got messages coming up yeah oh <laughs>
0: damn time. uh okay breaking news um my child is here according to joe Bashir. um this is this is huge this is what our child would look like Greg. are you ready Oh, I want to see
2: this.
0: I want to see this baby. Go for okay. it. Oh, all right. This, this child looks just like me, too. Um, uh, Hold on. Let me get it to save here. Uh, my child. Here we go. This is my baby. Is my child.
1: Is all it right. the thing from Lord of the Rings?
0: It's a big reveal. we got to do this. we got to breaking news <laughs> why is, it
1: like, why is, it is like... he it a chick from spider-man <laughs> the kid looks
0: great it actually like the, the photo kind of looks like young beebs I don't, I don't know if i like yeah
2: he does
1: isn't that, isn't that, isn't that mj from no way home yeah from... yeah whenever i saw that scene where
0: they're like um you guys have a Mary Jane too. I was waiting for them to like pull out joints, start smoking.
1: Yeah. Remember <laughs> <laughs> you know how we're talking about on the last show uh, in Instagram how they should bring in like the three different penguins?
0: Yeah. The <laughs> awesome. go Yeah. Like be
1: Dan, Danny DeVito's penguin just rock up like in a wheelchair, but like 20 penguins are pushing him.
0: I think Danny DeVito's penguin would whoop all their asses.
1: Oh, dude. Because he, pen- he was like the first one that have penguins with missiles.
0: Right? That's kind of like Dr. Evil. I want some penguins with freaking lasers attached to their heads.
1: No, wasn't it sharks? <laughs>
0: it was. but Yeah. That's if Dr. Evil is the penguin. Oh,
1: that's what I was yeah. saying on, to somebody at work one night. I was like, oh, they should do a prequel of Dr. Evil.
0: They was talking about it.
1: Because like, that would be great. Yeah. That would be good. and like, how it became evil.
0: Well, they did that with Goldmember, kind of.
1: Yeah, but I want like a good three and a half hour movie. <laughs> a
0: bit, well, they were gonna do, they were gonna do a Austin Powers where it was just all the movies and his life through Doctor Evil's eyes. Yeah, but yeah. I think they canceled it after Vern Troyer died. Ah. Uh, yeah. But they could easily like photo, like um, what do they call it? CGI them. And
1: yeah, they started doing that in all movies now with people that passed away. Yeah, and stuff like that. They've done it with um the guy from Ghostbusters.
0: Yeah, I heard about that.
1: Yeah, it was kind of kind of weird.
0: Speaking of uh, mini me, um, Vern Troyer. I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but he had a sex tape that got leaked. Oh yes, I heard about that. Yeah.
1: Whoa. Wrong. Give me a
0: <laughs> Greg's like, I need to watch this. <laughs> I want to I want to get rid of the audio in that tape and just change the audio to really me stop pumping the laser beam. Instead <laughs> of stop pumping the laser. Yeah. That video is the best porn on the internet. I'm not lying. News, guys. More breaking more breaking <laughs> news
1: guys. Ready?
0: Oh. Hit the breaking news. If you bring that porn up on the screen, you're going to get canceled. Well, yeah. what's the, what's the Jason
1: game? Momoa is replacing the rock on Fast and Furious 10.
0: I think he should replace the rock and
1: um Scorpion King yeah <laughs> the, last, <laughs> the last two people that played the Scorpion King with rubbish just have uh,
0: Jason Momoa replace the rock in every role
1: yeah, but you can't replace the rock because he's my stunt double
0: well did you hear the rumor that's going on right now
1: he wants to fight Vin Diesel
0: no 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 um i heard this rumor now this is just rumor take it with a grain of salt but you know how it is very well known that Vince McMahon is selling wwe yeah it is rumored that the rock is like giving up all these roles slowly because he's buying the wwe he's going back to wwe as their new owner is what the rumor is okay
1: and then and then he's gonna get all his small cousins to be the rest <laughs>
0: They're going to be a Samoan wrestling company.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jason Momoa will be one of them. You know badass that
0: would be for build-up, though? Like, you don't know who owns WWE and then WrestleMania here. Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? And he comes out in a suit. Yeah. And
1: and then it's like 20 of his Samoan cousins and shit. Well,
0: if you think of it realistically, and I'm not, like, dissing on anybody in the business because I love the business. But realistically, the rock is the only man that is a former pro wrestler that could afford to buy the WWE because he's got all that money from the movies, all the royalty checks from WWE. Like he has all well,
1: he's stuff. like the most successful WWE wrestler to make good movies,
0: yeah, of all time. Yeah, he's, he's arguably more successful than Hulk Hogan was because Hulk Hogan's movies
1: was rubbish. Yeah, but, like, he made a living out of it, though.
0: Yeah, he made a living out <laughs> of wrestling, but everything. And now no, John Cena's trying made, to He's
1: going to start isolating and call him sick from work. I'm <laughs>
0: <laughs> but The Rock is the only person that could afford it. Like, yeah, Triple H is part of muscle and fitness and WWE, but I don't think he makes as much as Dwayne does. No. And plus,
1: he's his clothing company on under, under armor as well um yeah it's selling heaps as well so do you
0: know how much the rock is worth let's have a look dwayne the rock johnson's current net worth is 800 million wow he's broadcasted in the next year to be a billionaire because he just started a tequila company, which is is stated that it could earn him one to two billion a loan.
1: Okay. So, it's, yeah, 320 million.
0: Well, according to CelebrityNetWorth.com, I don't know what website you're on right now. So, I don't know what is accurate. But according to CelebrityNetWorth.com, he's 800 million. But that's not including the tequila company that he had just created. Which is broadcasted to make close to one to two billion alone. Hmm. Yeah, net worth is
2: 320
1: million.
0: By the way, anything we say on this show, like Andrew said, take it with a grain of salt. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a fucking, I'm not in the business. I don't know. I just know what I've read. Mm. And I know rumors. But The Rock, plus the face off song. They said uh, in a, t- in a t- typical year, let's say The Rock didn't do anything for a year. Yeah. In a year, The Rock, it, just in endorsements and films alone, The Rock will make a hundred million a year.
1: Oh, one hundred percent. And if, if you just all the out, merch, and like all of his merch, and like he's got his own water out as well, apparently. Well, they're saying oh, nice.
0: that if The Rock was just to sit and lay low for a while and just collect royalty checks from his endeavors, he would be making $100 million a year. I'm like, fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's been everywhere. Like, look at all the popular films he's been in. He has the most popular merchandise for wrestling. Like, oh, well,
1: I found... Um... The net worth for um, wrestlers. Um,
0: is that just from wrestling or is it from all? yeah,
1: these are like from like the big wrestlers. So Dwayne Johnson has uh, 320 million. He's the top one. Um, Triple H has got 40 million. This is what, what I'm the, reading.
0: What's the website though? Just so
1: we know. Um. Just richest.com. Okay. John Cena. Uh, John Cena. Oh, I spelled his fucking last name wrong. John Cena is 60 million. Batista is 16. Hulk Hogan is 25 million. Steve Austin is 30 million. The Undertaker is 17 million. Brock Wesley is 28 million you know, sure michael's 17 million and vince McMahon is 1.6 billion how old is this
0: article though because a year makes a big difference
1: um it could be a year it could change now but
0: okay yeah because according to what i've i'm reading right now according to international business times i think is the name of the site the rock is uh forecasted to become a billionaire by the end of the year due to his new tequila adventure
1: yeah but still that's a lot dude his kids would be set
0: now let's see something here what is the wwe worth do you think if you were to throw out a number
1: a lot wouldn't it be like over the billions
0: WWE, I think... Like, it's all a matter of opinion and what Vince thinks it's worth. But if you were to go based on just revenue, let's say just it costs whatever the revenue is, the company is worth $322.8 million. Wow,
1: okay. I feel it might be a bit more than
0: that. Um, They're close to $350 million, which is normal for a wrestling company of that stature. WCW sold for, like, I think... Ten million because they went way under what they were worth because they just yeah yeah The Rock would have the most because of his business ventures. Is it kind of sad that Vince McMahon is only like the lowest, highest paid wrestler?
1: (laughs) And he's the owner.
0: He's the fucking owner, and he makes less than the top five people.
1: I know it's it's kind yeah. of it's kind of funny in a way. It's like the owner of the company is like getting at, at less than you know those wrestlers that I just called out. Like,
0: well, you know why? If you look at the other wrestlers, though, they have other ventures. They do other things. They I actually work know. their asses yeah. off. Vince just focuses on WWE. Whatever WWE makes is what he makes. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I yeah. thought it might be that.
0: Yeah. Like he never branches out. Those wrestlers probably yeah. don't make that much just for working for WWE. They make that much mm. on merchandise. They make that much on... Vince doesn't have much merchandise, if at all. Yeah. Except for, like, remember the No Chance and Hell shirts they used to sell?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I remember those back in the day.
0: Other than that, you don't have much merch.
1: Like, There's come there. on, man. Victor Chalfon would have better merch than that.
0: Fucking Victor <laughs> Chalfon's rich. I think he's buying WWE, actually. <laughs> I think I read yeah. that somewhere. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, uh, like... <laughs>
0: Yeah, I read, a lot some- food, but- I, read, I read somewhere that Victor,
1: I, Chalfont- I, I know there was like a feud. What's that?
0: I read somewhere that Victor Shaw might be replacing Ryan Roxy and Alice Cooper's band.
1: No, I think you'll just stick to photography. But
0: what were you gonna say about a feud?
1: Um, didn't like Batista had a feud? <clears throat> Like with Dwayne Johnson or some shit saying that like his movies sucked.
0: John Cena did have a feud with The Rock, and it's kind of ironic looking back because John Cena's like, Well, you were in Hollywood trying to make it big. I was here busting my ass off each and every week, and now John Cena's doing the same shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking...
0: We got my Fili- we got my Filipino boy in the chat. He's my Filipino love boy. His name oh. is, uh, Frederick Overstreet. He's uh, he's great.
1: Uh, I, we're not related because just because <laughs> I'm Filipino too, like doesn't hey, mean we're related.
0: Oh, hey, he, Chris. Doesn't, he doesn't. look like. Hi, Chris. I've been alright, Fred. We're, we I've just been doing this podcast thing for what two years now. It's all I've really been doing. We've been busting. Trying to me. make
1: a living, huh? It's like we're trying we're trying to make a living
0: i'm gonna try to get a hold of uh clive because i would love to do like a little comedy sketch for the show
1: oh uh, he better have his crystal ball with him
0: like have like a phone call conversation like so are you really a doctor like a licensed doctor because i got this rash i want you to look at <laughs> and, and like you would do it yeah because <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious
1: yo clive i've got like this weird itch in my butthole what is it <laughs>
0: Do you think it's a hemorrhoid or something?
1: Yeah. I I don't um, know how it's I had pictures, but it was a weird angle, so I'll send it to you privately.
0: I don't know if he has that good of a sense of like I'm not saying like he probably doesn't, but like some people's sense of humor is different. I don't know if he would
1: I don't know, man. Just be careful because like he might cast a spell, dude. He looks like somebody from fucking Harry Potter.
0: (laughs) If he watches this, he's gonna call you out on the show, and that'd be
1: hilarious yeah that's all right what's he gonna do fly to australia Come on. <laughs> it's gonna whoop your
0: ass i'd watch like
1: you nah, would... should be good because i've seen like the emails pop up on my phone and stuff like that so
2: sorry just dealing with the family
0: no no not dr g we have a real doctor we have dr clive clive jackson he, uh, he knows all about spirits in the skies and stuff.
1: Uh, just It's going to make the show even more better. It's going to be pretty cool.
0: Oh, maybe just, worms. Just pretend like he's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> he's a real doctor. Yeah. I wonder if he's a licensed physicist or whatever. Physician. I'll
1: ask Dr. J on the Deka podcast. Is he still who, going? Who is it? I'll watch that now. Who is it? The DECA. Or whatever it is, coffee talk is that still
0: going? I don't know, yeah. I think so.
2: I That's have no something idea. of that form,
0: I really don't know because, like, nothing against him or anything, but just i never kept it
2: confirmed. Yes, it is.
0: Oh, it's okay. still going talk with Adika, yeah. I, yeah, I haven't kept up with it because, like, a lot yeah. of yeah went down from what i heard and i just don't want any part of any type of drama so i just distanced myself
1: yeah, yeah. i kind of stopped watching after whatever happened
0: like you can't like more than one show uh, in his world so i just quit watching Hmm. like that's just how it was no, no hate towards him i mean i wish him the best of luck i wish him nothing but success it's just
1: like i, mean, I had a i had a little squeeze one time and he it looks like he's doing really really good now with it now he's got like yeah shit. is he I've
0: done sometimes
2: yeah coffee is, talk is
0: he done with the drama shit or does he still uh, do it?
1: i kind of just put it on mute and then like, yeah, he's, doing
0: <laughs> he's doing all right because a lot of people just turn it on and put it on mute hi, hi royce royce in the house i was supposed to be on a show last night but me and greck ended up going live after a nap and i
1: sorry royce i stole black from you sorry royce
0: maybe we could do a show not this friday i don't think no i'll be okay this friday because i work until 8 p.m so if you want to do something friday that'd be awesome i haven't seen it either like i'm not here to trash talk anyone i want everyone to succeed with the podcasting world it's just there were some things that happened in that show that i just don't like drama you know what i mean I want love and peace, and I want everyone to be happy. Um, not a whole lot, Royce. Um, let's um, set something up for maybe Friday. Next Monday, I'm going to be on not just Pink Sock Podcast, but I'm going to be on Dabs with Dads. I'm going to be working double duty. Dude, we could do Pink Sock Podcast late at night and do dads with <laughs> Dabs with Pink Socks.
2: Dabs with Pink Socks.
1: didn't you you have like a thing with robert rose podcast the sock and row
0: yeah we did a sock and row podcast but that kind of was short-lived uh for no real reason it was just he had his own things going on i couldn't think of other things i was already swamped with other stuff so we just never really did anything else once he uh comes back with his show i'll come on i said duty i know i did fucking beavis and butthead over here in the chat (laughs) <laughs> duty. You fled duty yes mike that was just it it started to feel yeah like nothing against him i mean he did what he had to do he's doing what he has to do to make a show successful but there's better ways to do it in my opinion and i don't i don't like drama
1: now talking wax stuff was pretty cool but then it just got like yeah. too long like three and a half it, hours four hours royce. I,
0: I do have a question for royce um is McVeigh still on your show? Because I haven't heard much from him other than seeing random posts on. Yeah, I
1: yeah. thought he was going to be a guest here or something.
0: He was, but, like, he kind of, like, I don't know. He had really? he, got, he got COVID when he was supposed to be on.
1: Yeah, he got sick.
0: And then we never rescheduled. He's a hard guy to get a hold of, though. He's busy.
1: Ask Peter Chris. I don't
0: know. <laughs> I have a better chance of getting a hold of Peter Chris than McVeigh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Like, seriously, Peter, I know you play with for Kiss, but we just want McVeigh, so I know you know him, too.
0: <laughs> but let's see if we can get Royce in the house on here to promote his show, because yeah. I, I, I want to give back to people. I want to help people. Um, I'm going to copy this to the clipboard. Anybody that wants to come on is more than welcome. This is like a, like a
1: new segment like Oprah, but we're not giving away free cars.
0: We're not. We just let people on the show. I mean, we give back to people. We want people to be on here. We want it's not just about us
1: we're not um, giving you like just because we're giving back to your people we're not giving you a fucking holiday so relax
0: right honestly right now in my life like anderson i really have even people that have screwed me over i really have no ill feelings towards anyone anymore i've reached a point in my life where i'm just trying to be at peace with myself and love everyone that's a good place to be and just because we don't talk anymore no, doesn't you don't. Mean i don't hate you no, oh look who's here look he's whoop, hold on there he is oh hey. hey 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 guys how, how is everybody
1: you doing, hi
0: how you doing brother
1: that's my bedtime hey. Hey. Oh,
3: hey. You hey. Know,
2: the, the, hey you know hey you know
3: the craziest thing the craziest thing about last night is i i chose i chose as a subject I, hey, you know, okay, the, the wait a minute,
2: thing
0: wait a minute. <laughs> He's over here watching us while talking to us. Okay, is that better? Yeah, that's
3: better. Well, yeah. The craziest thing about last night was I had chosen Neil Young, you know, to talk about the career of Neil Young. Well, I didn't know that he just quit Spotify because he didn't like what Joe Rogan, who I also like, was doing. I'm a fan of Joe Rogan and, you know, the yes, whole yeah. UFC. And uh, I'd like to do a – I did a Muhammad Ali show two weeks ago, the greatest uh-huh and uh we talked about muhammad ali for the entire show and i was a huge muhammad ali fan and you know boxing isn't what it used to be i'm a huge ufc fan now and i like dana white joe rogan and all those guys i had no idea uh (laughs) neil young quit spotify because of joe rogan's kind of anti-vaxxer type things that were up and uh, it's turned into a huge thing it's been all over the news this morning with uh, rumored like the Foo Fighters are going to leave Spotify. and You know what I'm saying? And other people have followed, followed yeah. Neil Young. And so I posted my show on a couple of sites, like this Woodstock show, site, you know, that's oh. got a million people, members. And I posted my show on this Peace, Hippies, whatever, Flower Power site, you know, because it was Neil Young, you know. And the controversy that ensued, it was like hundreds of people were chiming in and either hating on Neil Young, which was my show last night, or, uh, or really supporting him. It was actually like about three to one in favor of Neil Young. I have you an know.
0: idea, Royce. Yeah. Since there is this controversy, Friday we should do an episode about <laughs> Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. So that you're not like leaning one way or another or losing any of the <laughs> audience, just do a Joe Rogan episode and say, fuck it.
3: Right. And, you know, I wanted to do – you know, I've been trying to branch out because, to tell you the truth, I think the vinyl unboxing has gotten a little bit boring. You know what I'm saying? Because everyone's and, done it. You uh, can only – I mean, I've done the Stones twice, the Beatles twice. You know what I mean? I, I'm trying to find more interesting stories now <laughs> and uh, even branch out a little bit. Like I said, Muhammad Ali. It would be fun to do a Conor McGregor show and some of these other people. And uh, even, like, Sugar Ray Leonard, you know, Fastest Man Alive. I mean, there's so many – cool like boxing and ufc shows you could do that'd be a lot of fun you know Mm -hmm. and uh so i'm kind of looking at some of that and uh trying to plan my next show but boy am i confused after last night
0: well i I got i got an idea for a show and i would love to do this with you once i get time to do it we should do a one-hit wonder show one-hit
3: wonder i like that yeah
0: where we do like where are they now like did they have any other (laughs) good songs that wasn't the hit right yeah like kind of like that because there's bands that I love that are one-hit wonders, like Men Without right. Hats.
3: Right. Well, like, you know, that's true. It's true. Uh, it's true what happens to people. Like when I was a kid growing up in Henderson, Nevada, just outside of Vegas, we had a boxing gym in Victory Village, which was kind of like where the port, where we all lived at one time and that's how we all got started it was kind of like government housing old army barracks and then right in the middle of the, all the government housing was a boxing gym and it was some really notable guys that box there and one guy would come in sugar sugar bear Bryant won the middleweight championship of the world and as a little kid I'd walk out my front door and he was reading the meters the water meters up and down the street I was like he's a middleweight champion of the world he couldn't quit his day job you know what I'm saying I mean, is that like insane But and then I when I was doing my Muhammad Ali show, I discovered that someone started talking about Leon Spinks, and the last time they saw him, he was working as a janitor at a high school. Leon Spinks actually beat Muhammad Ali once. He's working as a janitor at a high school. I know that's not a one-hit wonder, but it's just what happens to people as time goes on. You
0: know that kind of reminds me of. Ever seen the movie The Wrestler?
3: Yes, I have. Mickey Rourke.
0: Yeah, Mickey Rourke. Yeah, great movie. Yeah, it's a great movie and it's very real for the wrestling world. But yeah, right, but that kind of reminds me of him because he was like this Hulk Hogan type guy, and then now he works <laughs> at a meat factory.
2: <laughs> right,
3: right. Yeah, no, that, that's exactly right. And boy, I tell you what, I didn't. Mickey Rourke was a nice looking guy, you know. And I didn't, I didn't rec, If I, if I hadn't known it was him, I wouldn't even have recognized him in that movie. You well, know, those plastic surgery and stuff. Didn't he
0: get plastic surgery? Yeah. Of like a car accident yeah. or something? Yeah yeah like yeah, his face got all messed up and shit that's awful that that happened. had very
3: he, he looked very different you know um uh it, it looked that bad but i mean he didn't look like mickey rourke you know
0: i heard a rumor that a few years ago he was trying to get back into boxing
3: oh my god i hope not <laughs> <laughs> you, know, I, you know i mean i did see him fight a couple of times you know but he was never you know never up at you know, any high uh, level or anything like that. Just looked like more like somebody that would go to a gym and just do it for fun.
0: What do you think of Mike Tyson coming back into boxing?
3: I hope that, I hope the hell he does it. Come on. He did. Look what happened. happened. Well, I know him and Roy Jones had that kind of a, uh, well, it was more like a sparring session. You know what I mean? Uh Uh, Nobody was really trying to knock anybody out, but it was fun to watch. I watched it and I enjoyed it. But uh, just to see two two old greats out there, you know, going at it. And they both still look good. But the problem is, you know, it's like Muhammad Ali uh, had uh, Parkinson's syndrome, not disease, but syndrome from too many blows to the brainstem, you know. And the last thing in the world I want to see is, guys, you know, they didn't know when to quit. People don't know when to quit. You know, yeah. the world, they keep going. They don't know when to quit. Even when, even when you could tell Muhammad Ali was really slipping he'd come on TV and say he's coming back he's going to make a comeback and the whole world would get excited you know like he was going to come back and be a champion again but they just keep going for too long but when you watch those fights like the trilogy with smoking Joe Frazier and those fights where they fought 15 rounds and uh and they hit each other for 15 rounds and sometimes it was 110 degrees at night outside where they were fighting. I don't know how any of them were still alive you know
0: I think with Muhammad Ali most of his brain damage though was caused because of his fighting style because he would just sit there and take the hits until the end and then he'd knock the person out
3: yeah and he sometimes he'd kind of carry people because he called the fight and he wasn't ready to talk about yet yeah he, you know what I'm saying he always felt like some of the fights he could have ended quicker had he wanted to but when he got to the sixth sixth round and he called the fight in the sixth round he went out there and just took care of business and was you know if he
0: longer. would have, if you if he would have fought a little differently he probably wouldn't have had as much brain damage as he had
3: yeah he could take a hell of a punch and you know the older he got the more of he had to take you know
0: did you hear Mike Tyson wants to fight I think what's his name Jake Paul
3: no I haven't I haven't heard who he wants to fight now I just I just keep hoping it doesn't happen
0: well, Jake Paul keeps running his mouth like he can beat this guy and this guy. And he said in an interview, he's like, "I just uh, went all these rounds with an undefeated boxer. And I want Mike Tyson." And Mike Tyson's like, "I like to see you try, bitch." <laughs> well, you know, it's
3: kind of it's kind of funny because I had a uh, some fight fans on the show with me with uh, the Muhammad Ali show, and one of the guys was a you know guy that's probably fifteen or twenty years younger than me, and he came from the era where Mike Tyson just mowed the whole field out like. One round knockouts and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i asked him i said you know question that always comes up is who do you think would have won between muhammad ali and uh, mike tyson they were both fighting in their prime you know now larry holmes was one of the last people to defeat uh, muhammad ali who used to be almost a sparring partner of muhammad ali's and was much younger he was in his prime when he pretty much in his prime when he beat muhammad ali and just to get a big fat paycheck he said, I'm the only one that can beat Mike Tyson. And he came out of retirement, and Mike Tyson knocked him out, <laughs> which I expected at that stage of his career.
1: But I always
3: figured Muhammad Ali, because he was so fast and fought so many big, strong guys, you know, with Frazier's and uh, Ernie Shaver's and Ken Norton's and, you know, uh, George Foreman's and, well, Sonny Liston, the big, ugly bear no one was supposed to be able to beat, knocked out Sonny Liston a couple of times. I always thought Muhammad Ali would win because of the completely different fighting styles. And this younger guy, that I expected him to say, oh, no, no, Uh, he goes, I agree with you. I love Muhammad Ali, completely different style. Uh, um, You know, uh, Tyson couldn't even have connected, he would have just kept him away long enough. And the guy went on to say that, and he was a local level guy. He heard I was going to have the show and he'd met, uh, he'd met Muhammad Ali and his daughter Layla on the airplane. There was a picture taken with him had the pictures and stuff and then I invited him on he was really good he was he was a real sports fan and uh he knew all about all the boxers and stuff and the local gym here in the Tascadero the trainer up there and all this stuff you know and uh his uncle his uncle hung out with his trainer Pat Murphy uh, up here at the base of the grade they had a boxing ring and his uncle was always trying to get him to box but, you know, I don't like getting hit in the face I decided not
2: to you know
0: didn't Muhammad but, Ali uh, say one time that Mike Tyson was the best boxer of his generation, like of that generation?
3: I think he did. But, you know, Mike Tyson loved Muhammad Ali. And he was anxious to fight Larry Holmes because Larry Holmes really kind of beat Ali up late in his career. He shouldn't even have been fighting anymore. And Tyson said that he wanted to beat him bad to get even for Muhammad Ali. So there was a mutual thing there.
0: I would have loved to have seen like them two in their prime fighting it out. Or could you yeah. imagine Floyd Mayweather versus Muhammad Ali? <laughs>
3: well, Floyd Mayweather with about 70 more pounds,
0: maybe. <laughs> yeah, like have him gain a little bit. Of- How about Brock Lesnar? That,
3: that would have been crazy. But, you know, my introduction to Muhammad Ali, I was in, I think, sixth grade and my next door neighbor Dave Larson banged on the door and, and ran, ran in laughing and he goes have you heard the did you have you heard the fight and we go what are you talking about it wasn't on the TV it was on the radio oh, shit. <laughs> so We turned the radio on and, and all you can hear was I am the greatest in the world a champ should be pretty like me I beat up the big ugly bear that nobody could beat I'm the greatest in the world and we're all just standing there with our mouths open as he professed to be the greatest fighter that ever lived over and <laughs> over again and after that I, I was a fan you know i i saw the humor and all that and that's what he was doing was being funny and you know it there was kind of a tie-in to the to the vinyl show because in 19 i think it was 66 muhammad ali released an album six months before he beat Sonny listen for the world heavyweight champion <laughs> and the album's titled the greatest it hit number sixty-eight on the charts. So it was not nominated for a Grammy.
0: <laughs> Do you know where Muhammad Ali got a lot of his promos from, like his ideas for them?
3: Gorgeous George, the wrestler.
0: Actually, Superstar Billy Graham was credited, but so was Gorgeous George. Both. Yeah. Because Superstar Billy Graham was the one that started the um. Okay. Uh, Fly like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Sting and, like a
3: bee, rumble, young man, rumble.
0: Yeah, rumble. and then Muhammad Ali borrowed that from him, and he quit. Yeah. Music.
3: Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> because yeah Billy Graham was the original Hulk Hogan back then.
3: <laughs> okay, right on. I yeah, I, the only story I heard was the one where uh, uh, gorgeous George was fighting, you know and uh, mm-hmm. he had long blonde hair and it was a popular fighter and the reason and, and 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 wrestling, I'm sorry wrestling and wrestlers weren't making anything back in that day and he started boasting and talking about how he was going to beat everybody up. And before they knew it, the wrestlers were actually making real money. And they said, sitting ringside watching all this take place was a young Muhammad Ali. You know?
2: Yeah, yeah, and, also, uh, that's, yeah. It,
3: that's the only one story I remember. But we loved Ali, me and all my, we did school to listen to a fight, you know? Of course, we're already in night school for getting kicked out of day school. But we
0: <laughs> Boxers make a lot of money, like a shit ton of money. <laughs> Yeah. I don't blame I don't blame Mike Tyson for coming back. He made what five million in one fight? <laughs> oh yeah, well, look at what did Conor McGregor make fighting uh, Floyd Mayweather? He might have, you know, a
3: he, lot, He, lo- he might have made like ninety million or something. You know, he's got probably
1: probably more than his like UFC fighting career or something. I, I he, heard, yeah, exactly. I heard
0: both guys made about I think sixty million for one fight. Yeah,
3: now he's got his proper twelve Irish whiskey. Uh, I haven't bought it yet i see it every time i go i get, I get tempted every time i see it <laughs>
0: conor mcgregor is one of them fighters that you want to see get their ass kicked but you know it's not going to happen
3: well and people <laughs> say that about muhammad ali it was like i can't wait to see that get his ass beat you know because he yeah. was always being cocky you know but then when you see him I, I had uh i had almost all this tapes his fights on vhs tapes they're <laughs> still in one of my uh, you know my drawers but uh, but I also had this tape and I don't even know where I got it, but it started out while he was an amateur and took him all the way through the pros, you know. You know, clips of him fighting for the Olympic gold and all that stuff. And in between the clips, of course, was him doing all that clowning, you know. Yeah. And with the trainer Angelo Bundy, he'd say, Bundy, are we gonna go? They'd put their faces close together and they'd go, Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee and then they'd like roar at each other's face. Ah, rumble, <laughs> young man, rumble, ah. You know? And then I tell you, he, people, people all around and everybody was holding their ribs. They were laughing so hard. And it was always just for show and just for fun. And so many people would get riled up wanting to see him get his ass beat because he, 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 fu- he was cocky, but he was more – it was cocky, but he was funny. He was trying to be funny when he did all that stuff. He,
0: he was a comedian. He pretty much turned, like – pretty much created sports entertainment. Black. Yeah. Yeah like with all his promos and stuff if it wasn't for Muhammad Ali we probably wouldn't have the pro wrestling we have nowadays yeah and you know the one
3: I heard that was going to come back and fight again I just heard this yesterday was Floyd Mayweather Jr. was was claiming he's going to fight somebody
0: I heard Floyd Mayweather maybe uh fighting Conor McGregor again
1: oh my god but, this but time, yeah, I, I was, was kind of really saying happened. about Blake Paul fighting Conor McGregor, too. Yeah,
0: because Conor McGregor challenged him to a uh, MMA fight, like in the octagon.
3: Oh, I'd love to see that.
0: And I heard Floyd might be coming back to go into the octagon.
3: I'll have a hard time. Seeing, yeah. Oh, I'd love to see it. That would be fun. Turn about is fair play, you know?
0: Yeah, because Conor McGregor was like, hey, I fought you in boxing, and it was unfair. So how about you and then the octagon?
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> you know exactly I mean I think that's fair another thing that you know I brought up during that was when we started talking about the UFC was uh you know Ronda Rousey she seemed like a world beater and mm. you know, she, had her, she she lost by one point in the Olympics to the woman that ultimately won the gold medal lost yeah. by one point to her uh so she wound up with the bronze because somebody else got the, got the uh you know the silver going against a girl that beat her by one point but you know i what i always say about ronda rousey she forgot what got her there you know i mean it was the arm bar and the wrestling that got her there and i remember misha tate saying uh after listening to her for the second time she's nothing but a one-trick pony all she has is the arm bar You, i felt like she really got into her head because i remember after that ronda rousey wanted to stand up and punch and it, it, even if she was fighting somebody smaller in physical stature, she always got her face bloody and stuff because she really. I, I thought that really her career
1: went downhill after the two comeback losses. Yeah. For sure. Like the Holy yeah. Home fight, I remember that. I was like, I think it was like New Year's Eve a couple of years ago, how she yeah. just got that head kick, like in the second yeah, round, oh I think, it was
3: round. Didn't she? Well, yeah. Rousey even had her back turned to her and was starting to turn around when she got caught with that head kick. And just
1: yeah, just Zach totally destroyed, destroyed her. her career. And then she came yeah, back and totally destroyed her, uh, her. Nunez, yeah. whatever her name was. Did Monda yeah. Amanda
3: Nunez, who just lost about a month ago.
1: Yeah, to. In
3: a loss. Yeah.
0: Did yeah. Manda Rousey retire from fighting? Because she just returned to WWE at the Royal Rumble. Yeah,
3: Maybe. no she retired from fighting right after losing to Amanda Nunez. I think she knew she was done. Uh, yeah. She lost, lost two in a row. And, and then she went to become a wrestler, you know, which was what she did in the Olympics.
1: She wrestled, you know. Now she's like the I, I, I kind of hated
3: to see that because I think that's a real
1: downgrade. Going to Whoa. What's really I awesome, think she was the first female to be in the UFC Hall of Fame. Yeah. Th- yeah. The
0: thing with Ronda Rousey and WWE that was always weird to me, though, is. I'm all for somebody jumping ship. Like, Kim Shamrock it worked for. Like, yeah. Kurt Angle it worked for. But with Ronda Rousey, she came uh, and joined WWE around the time uh, Roddy Roddy Piper died. And she's been coming out to, like, his, like, gimmick. Like, she's Ronda Rousey. And she comes out and <laughs> yeah. does, like, the Roddy Piper shit. And I'm like, you <laughs> own person.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: I, like I, had a, a, I, <laughs> I had a
3: hard time watching her as a wrestler. I don't think I ever saw her wrestle, to be honest with you. It's no, not
1: it's
0: not awful but it's not like amazing. It's like your typical MMA type wrestling like Brock Lesnar's yeah, right. Well, like- well
3: that's another one that crossed over Brock Le- Lesnar.
1: And he was Well a- he
0: started a- off Broker. he started off as a um amateur wrestler then he went to WWE then he went to UFC.
1: Right. He went uh, back he- and forward.
0: Yeah, well for WWE actually there's a rumor that WWE and UFC have, like, a hidden contractual agreement with one another for certain people. Like, Ken Shamrock would jump back and forth. Brock Lesnar would jump back and forth. Dana White claims that him and Vince aren't friends, but how come your wrestlers are jumping back and forth so much?
2: <laughs> right, right,
0: yeah. <laughs> like, Brock Lesnar fought, what is his name, Mike Hunt or whatever his name was? Yeah. Yeah, he, he fought almost everybody, it seemed like. Yeah, he fought Mike Hunt and then came back to WWE and then went back to UFC. Yeah,
3: yeah. You know, he he was a big, strong guy, but a couple of times he, he almost looked
1: like a ballerina stumbling around the ring on his tiptoes. I had to cut there. I think he had to cut weight to be in the heavyweight division. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. He was a super he heavyweight too big. Right, right.
3: Did
0: you hear right. the interview with him? They uh, asked him. They're like. Uh, Conor McGregor stated that he could wrestle any WWE wrestler in the octagon, any, any. So they, okay. so they yeah. interviewed Brock Lesnar, who is in the UFC, and they're like, <laughs> Conor McGregor said he could fight anyone, past and present, in the UFC. What do you have to say? And Brock's like, I'm taking shits bigger than that guy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: you know, one of the one of the funnest times I had was like
3: okay so i had a couple of friends that like to gamble in vegas we sent planes to california to pick up this up and uh, and so we we fly back there and, and they give him tickets to see uh the third fight with um uh randy couture and um i don't know i can't think of his name he trained right here in town chuck liddell it was their third yeah. fight uh couture won the first one chuck liddell won the second one so this is going to be like the end of the trilogy who really is the best so we fly back there and uh, take a take a limo over to the fight venue. And what was funny is when you walked in, it was like everybody strutting in the hallway at the fight venue was strutting around like they were all UFC fighters. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was kind of funny to see. So we get in there, we watch all these preliminaries, and then <clears throat> here comes the big fight. We're waiting for it, and I'm standing up in the middle of the aisle, and a friend of mine sitting up, you know, several rows above me looking looking down on me I, I just waved to him you know and uh, he this guy that I'm talking about may have been the biggest fight fan I ever met in my life he loved the fights and I uh, went back and saw a lot of live fights and stuff I, I've seen a few but uh so I'm standing there in the middle of the aisle and I look up and walking right up the aisle at me is Thomas Hitman Hearns I'm like oh my god it's Tommy Hearns and he walks right up and I stick my hand down and I go hey Tommy man I always loved watching you fight he goes very very nice polite guy oh thank you very much I'm glad you liked it and as I was holding his hand I looked up over my shoulder at Kelly uh, you know who this buddy of mine that was the huge fight fan looked like he was about to start crying (laughs) I'm standing there holding on to Tommy Hearns' hand smiling (laughs) he wanted to be he wanted to be right next to me so bad he couldn't even take it you know
0: (laughs) that's awesome that's but crazy. Chuck
3: McGill came out and uh in five, that was a short fight you know he knocked out randy couture fairly quickly and that was that you know and then he was crowned uh you know crown king he was already came three crowned i should say but uh, that was that was really a fun time back there another one i got to go see was uh uh sugar shane mosley fighting uh, oh the the golden boy uh gosh darn it it's horrible getting old. The Golden Boy Productions, uh, great fighter, great uh, Latino fighter. What's what's his name? Golden Boy. I, I'm
0: not a knowledgeable.
3: I know, know you guys him. all know him. Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah, I saw Sugar Shane Mosley fight Oscar De La Hoya live. And that was a really, that was a really good fight. You know, we had the worst seats, and I thought Oscar De La Hoya was winning, and I, I don't know I watched it on TV where I could see, it was clear that so. so Jay Mosley won, who was given a fight. Oscar yeah. Hoya, Hoya, Anders, thank you.
0: I have never appreciated I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen a fight in person, but I have been to a wrestling, a few wrestling events. Yeah, yeah. And the one that I got to see, which is kind of cool because all of them don't wrestle anymore, is I got <laughs> to see Ric Flair teamed up with Shawn Michaels versus John Cena and I forget who his partner was. I think Carlito and they were okay. and they're all for wrestling i'm like none of these people are even in the business anymore <laughs> <laughs> and rick flair retired like two years That's that funny. four years after that
3: <laughs> well you know I, I grew up in henderson just outside of vegas and then we had our las vegas convention center where you know we, all, we went to all our rock concerts and when they had like and the wrestling matches they were there and uh me and my friends kind of got into the big time wrestling back then when we were teenagers and we'd drive out there watch the fights and uh you know and it was funny and you know, they had the tag teams and i can't remember any of the names anymore because we're talking about you know early 70s late 60s early 70s it's been a long long time but finally this one uh it was a black fella you know and he won the heavyweight wrestling championship of the world and now the kind of uh Audience started changing. Everybody from you know the west side was coming out to watch their champion. And uh and it was all staged and it was pretty obvious. His name was Earl, something Earl. And uh he finally lost one night and they practically tore the convention center to the ground. Jesus. (laughs) Oh my god. We're in the middle of all these riots and they're ripping shit off the walls and stuff. Oh my god, I'm like 17 years old. We gotta get the hell out of (laughs)
0: here. My dad told me this story. There's this guy now in wrestling there's people called jobbers their job is to literally lose every night well there's this yeah, guy who yeah. this guy that couldn't win a fucking match somehow got a championship match and that was his first win of the year he okay. beat this guy for his title and people oh. <laughs> people <laughs> fucking went eight shit. Eight shit, yeah <laughs> they're like he can't win a fight and he won a title like they're all freaking out that's so funny <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like this one guy, he was world champion for like six months, and he lost at a house show. It wasn't even televised. They showed up on TV. Somebody else had the championship, and they had to explain to people what happened. (laughs) Because the guy's contracting the the night before, so they couldn't have him lose it on TV because he wasn't under contract anymore. Right,
3: right. So they
0: had him lose on an untelevised event.
3: Right. That's funny, man. Did you see that well, yeah, video? So that was, it was always kind of a good time watching any of that stuff. But, um, Did you see that video?
0: It was a UFC event. It was uh, Brock Lesnar, I think, had just won the UFC title or something happened of that nature. And he was walking through the crowd, and apparently, Mark Calloway, better known as The Undertaker, was in the crowd. He looked at Brock Lesnar, hey, you want to do this? <laughs> and Brock's like, what? And he's like, you want to do this? And he walked away from him. And it's crazy because, like, a year later, they ended up actually wrestling.
2: <laughs> wow.
3: which makes you cool.
0: Like, are they – can like, are they – <laughs> by any chance?
3: <laughs> well, you know, I, I do have to show respect to all these big-time wrestlers because when you see the the acrobatics and stuff they do, and they stand yeah. up on the top ring and fly through the air and land, you know, face first, back first – you know elbow first whatever and you know, they hit they hit the mat and make all the noise if you know if they hit if they really hit the guy in the throat that hard with the elbow flying off the top rink it, it crushes windpipe yeah. but yeah. Uh, just just to not you know I would think all of these people would have very short you know careers because they've got to mess their every joint up in their body backs included of course
0: and if you wrestle for like a company like WWE you're on the road like 365 days a year sometimes wrestling two times a night Oh man, That's like, crazy. yeah, your career is short.
3: It has to be. And then a lot of them take steroids. So their careers. a lot of them die young from
0: that, you know? Well, in WWE, they do drug testing. So you can't do steroids unless you're Brock oh, okay. Lesnar. I mean, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that man got arrested for human growth hormones. He failed at so, UFC who did? Brock Lesnar. Oh, okay. Okay. I must've missed that. He was in UFC. He took their drug test. He just passed WWE's drug test. Took UFCs and they found human growth hormones in the system. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know,
3: uh, a- Anders Lindholm is correct. You know, they deserve respect for their art. I mean, there's a lot to it. You know, and, and anybody can't just get go in there and do that.
0: I know it's a controversial take, but I still consider it a sport because of what they yeah. gave from. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to be an athlete.
3: No, no, no two ways about that.
0: Right? Like, no, I tried yeah. getting into wrestling. I couldn't do it. Like, like, I oh, no. <laughs> We actually might have a wrestler on this podcast. I'm just trying to pull some strings and bring it on. Yeah. I want to, like, branch out and do comedians and shit, too, but, like, I don't know who to yeah, call. Yeah, you
3: know, I I, I, want, I I have to branch out, too. I mean, I've gone a year doing most of the vinyl album unboxing, and I read a really cool story today. It would really be a vinyl album unboxing, but it was a a pre-Led Zeppelin, pre-New yardboards, pre Pre Yardbirds period uh, story about Jimmy Page, and I thought it was really cool. I could almost do a sh- show out of that—not a real long one, maybe a 30-minute show—but that would
2: be fun. You but, could do uh, a
0: long-ass show on just the Yardbirds. What are you talking about?
3: No, no, I know. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And then when they morphed into the New bar- Yardbirds with the Led Zeppelin lineup, that was great. They went, went. To, Led Zeppelin disbanded. They went to Scandinavia and stuff to fulfill some. Uh, unfulfilled concert from the original yardbirds and uh, are, are
0: there still Yardbirds still around with one original member
3: i don't not that i'm aware of
0: because i as like as of six or seven years ago i saw that they were still kind of around but i don't know if they still or are now yeah i don't know
3: i i don't think so i know that they had three of the greatest guitar players you know between uh jeff beck Eric clapton and um of course jimmy page and jimmy page and beck at the same time in fact when they disbanded in 68 beck had already started his own album and he asked jimmy page to come and lay some tracks down the studio which he did jimmy page was a spectacular uh studio musician in england at one point they say he might have played on 60 percent of the albums that were produced at one studio
1: because everybody yeah jimmy the band's
0: right. still around yeah they're still around oh, are they okay all right. yeah so, um, as they reformed uh,
1: in '92. Yeah.
2: Ah.
0: And they just got a new bassist uh-huh. in 2015, a new backing vocalist and percussionist in 2015, and then a new lead guitarist in 2018.
1: The so pretty major, much the only remaining member, original member, is the drummer.
0: Yeah, the drummer.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
3: What What was the lead singer? The blonde hair? Keith reef or something like that? The um,
0: Yardbirds, I they've had, had had. which yeah. singer keith reef
3: keith reef i wasn't that the original singer and
0: uh, yeah he died in 76.
3: okay okay that's too bad it was he died in,
0: he uh he was also the lead uh singer i think he was in another band because he left the Yardbirds. Uh, i think he appeared on a rod stewart album
3: Oh okay. Yeah, I, think, I think I might have heard something about that. Now that you mention it.
0: Yeah, he was on a Rod Stewart album. Right. Which is cool, cool in and of itself. But yeah, the Yardbirds are still around, but the only original member is the drummer.
3: <laughs> That's something.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. That's like the Beach Boys. The only original singer, I think, it's the the only original member, the singer of the of. Uh, Beach yeah. Boys you know,
3: they were they were just here at a winery. In a Robles here at Paso Robles nine miles up the road from me I'm really I've never got to see him in concert I really kicked myself for not going I guess Alice Cooper is going to be there in April with Ace Frehley
2: oh um, nice
3: to see that the last the last concert Betty and I bought tickets for was the Rolling Stones on their no filters tour and that got canceled because of COVID no. and we got tired of waiting and finally got our money back now I don't know what I'm gonna do if they come up up coming to California because <laughs> they were going to be in San Diego and and we were gonna fly down there and had hotel rooms already booked and all this stuff. And it was like, you
1: know, like, can we get our money back?
3: And they were like, well, no, they didn't cancel. They just postponed. That's good. If you read the fine print, mm-hmm. you don't get your money back on a because they're postponed. They're still gonna do a show. It's like, well, when do well, we? Don't know.
0: <laughs> so, Royce, the Beach Boys actually do have the same lineups in '65, but two of the four don't tour with them. Okay. So they have a touring lineup and a recording lineup. The recording Got lineup, the four same people, but the touring lineup's not. Okay. The, touring, the touring lineup features uh John Stamos on drums. You're kidding me. Really? I'm not. I'm not kidding.
3: <laughs> I would have never guessed that. <laughs> I don't
0: know if he's on drums or on guitar, but John Stamos is in the band.
1: Oh okay. God. Because <laughs> a
0: buddy of mine went and saw them and John Stamos was with them. He was like, what That's the funny. fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, huh? i <laughs> I don't know if he's like, yeah, he's the drummer. I just looked it up. Oh, yeah. right. Um, but he's not with the band all the time. He just does select tours and shows.
3: Right, right.
0: But isn't that crazy?
3: That is like, crazy, yeah.
0: you look up on stage, you're like, is the Rippers not doing well, Uncle Jesse? <laughs> 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 oh man. I tell you
3: <laughs> what, I was I was doing that Neil Young show last night and I remembered months back we did this Southern Rock show. And of course, you know, we all had a little bit of like uh Leonard Skinner and stuff. And there was that little controversy between Leonard Skinner and Neil Young. You know, Neil Young was putting down on uh Southern Man and then they they snapped back with Neil Young. Don't remember and, they, and it was like a you know they were putting each other down. Leonard Skinner, Neil Young. So I really wanted to get that. I had that song, you know, uh, I had the Skinner song, you know, but I didn't have the Neil Young song, Southern Man. So I found the album. It was a double album set. It was really expensive. I ordered it. It was going to show up at David's show, and what showed up was an album I'd never even heard of. <laughs> a double album set that i just paid 60 bucks for i am trying not to say that too loud you know
2: but I just paid
3: <laughs> 60 bucks for an album i'd never even heard of i just like freaked out the day before the show because i wasn't going to be able to do my little competition between the two so i wound up you know sending it back getting my money back and i i found a nice double album brand new double album uh with not with the song that i was looking for of a walmart you know colored vinyl and I got all excited well this is the next best thing at least I'll have something and I can at least talk about the story and what I was trying to do. So anyway, I went to get that album last night so that I could uh show it on my Neil Young show. And I just built put these new shelves up around the corner and all my vinyls on there and all this stuff. I took everything out three times last night, never found it. <laughs> Damn, bro. So once again, I didn't have what I needed for the Neil Young show.
0: <laughs> See, it happens when you're live though.
3: Oh my God! It only happens when you're live, doesn't it?
0: So we doing that Joe Rogan episode Friday?
3: Well, you know we should think about that. I I, I just I don't know. I was so pissed out yesterday after reading all these comments and people just ripping on Neil Young. I'm getting ready to do a Neil Young. I didn't know how. Well, to tell you the truth, I wound up getting six new subscriptions from that whole little controversy. You know? Oh, nice. And uh, I was like, well, wow. You know, it's uh, it actually turned out okay, I guess. And like I said, the comments were running like four to one in favor of Neil Young, you know. And it's not like people don't like Joe Rogan, but the Joe Rogan crowd was kind of real, uh, they were pretty they were pretty rigid, let me put it that way.
0: The thing with Joe Rogan is, is like, he's not necessarily like, he hasn't came forward and said, don't take the vaccine and shit. He just brings people on and lets yeah. them talk. He has conversations with people. He do not say one way or another.
3: And, and you know I'm a Joe Rogan fan you know I like all those guys I wasn't for or against anything I that was just the show I picked for that night
0: you know? yeah <laughs> but you've had bad timing
3: <laughs> well yeah when I, when I go to the peace love and you know hippie channel that I posted on there's like a thousand comments <laughs> and the most vocal people are the anti-mill young
0: people I'm like I'm, I'm like freaking out you know you're getting shit on and being treated like shit on the page you know what? No peace
3: and love no one mentioned me they were all arguing and fighting with one another and i was like let's just keep it that way you know?
0: and this all happened in a group about peace and love yeah <laughs>
3: unbelievable i mean i i think i think their <laughs> their home screen is a big painted up volkswagen bus you know <laughs> but
0: it's weird because hippies man sometimes they're the most violent people look at the manson family
3: yeah no that's true huh well, you know, the, the Woodstock show was fun because I'll tell you and I didn't realize any of this but like Carlos Santana he, he didn't even have an album out before Woodstock and he was he may have been the biggest hit there really uh, but but so Carlos Santana was getting off the plane the schedules were all screwed up people were abandoning their cars and walking <laughs> into Bethel New York because they, it was the traffic was just completely stopped half a million people trying to get to this field right and so a lot of the bands were having trouble actually getting in there they were helicoptering them in and things like that well so Carlos Santana the boys get off the plane and they look over and there's there's uh, Jerry Garcia Grateful Dead they've been opening for him in Vegas and they're all friends they'll play at Golden Gate Park in San Francisco for free with the Jefferson Airplane and Jimi Hendrix and Janice Joplin all free concerts and uh, and so they see their buddy Jerry Garcia and he goes hey man you guys want some acid and uh and, and they you know they, they talked about how you know they were all taking ass, all with the Santana group they were all eating, t- taking ass it was a big thing at the at, during the times so, if you're friends and, are uh, Austria,
0: Austria, no, you're taking
3: so so <laughs> Santana goes well I don't know what time we're going to go on and Garcia goes no 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 you're going on two shows behind me and, and that's going to be like 11 or 12 hours from now so he's like okay great so the whole band Santana takes LSD and two hours later when they're peaking somebody comes and finds him and says there's been some cancellations people haven't shown up you're on <laughs> oh
0: fuck <laughs> Wasn't wasn't hendrix like and i what? don't
3: know if you could imagine what that would be like but i i can you know dude, dude, <laughs> i could imagine it from from first-hand experience but dude, so now true. i'll go on completely fucked up on acid and turn in maybe the most scorching badass performance of the whole of the whole Woodstock, that's that song, Soul Sacrifice. I was a diehard Santana fan. The minute, you know, the minute I saw that, you know, it it was just great. But that's how the whole concert went down. I mean, members of the Who were up there. uh Singer for the Who got up there and stopped at the microphone. Frying on acid went, I can't fucking do this. You know? <laughs>
0: wasn't but I mean and
3: then they were advertising don't take the brown acid it's bad and a lot of the food and drink backstage were laced with it and everybody was just it was like insanity you know and Jimi Hendrix got there so late that he he actually performed the day after the concert was supposed to have ended yeah of to say four that. or five hundred thousand people it was down to like 25 000 to thirty-five thousand that saw Jimi Hendrix be
0: didn't he show up Monday morning at 6am instead Yeah, of he played on Monday? Monday
3: the concert was supposed to end on Sunday yeah
0: <laughs> people were woken up to
3: him playing <laughs> yeah that's exactly right and you know a couple of people got killed at Woodstock one was a a Marine that overdosed on heroin and the other one was some young guy that had just been partying and he was laying on a pile of trash and there was these tractors that were pulling the, uh, you know, the waster out, you know, from the, from the portable jobs and stuff. They were pulling the waster out. The tractor ran over and killed him. Didn't even see him, you know.
0: Damn. Yeah, there was a couple deaths. Wasn't there a, another death? Like somebody dehydrated and died? Or was that a different festival? I don't
3: know. I don't. I didn't hear about that one. I only heard about those two. Maybe. There might have been more. There might have been more. There was There was, there was hundreds of injuries, you know. I mean, back then they still had pop tops and stuff, you know. There was like, you know, probably, probably a couple of thousand foot foot injuries and cuts and things like that. Heat exhausted. Him. They finally set up a bunch of tents just for people that were having bad trips. A couple hundred people an hour were staggering into those tents trying to get calmed down. You know. Did you I mean, hear it was about like the most
0: wildest thing ever? Did you hear that Frank Zappa was asked to play there? I think I did hear that and yeah he said, he said it's going to be a mud hole so he doesn't want to go you No, know, there was a
3: huge list of people that were asked to play there that never they didn't want to
0: John Lennon I think was one of them
3: yeah i Zeppelin was asked mm-hmm. there, there's a there's a long list I had a I have it written down in my podcast file or something
0: <laughs> I, I sure. know I know a lot of bands were asked in the Woodstock lineup while they do have a lot of big names, there was also a lot of names that like nobody knew. There was, yeah,
3: oh yeah, no, there was a lot of people in between. You know? Yeah, uh, a lot that don't really get mentioned on the uh, the credits or the posters and stuff of who was there. There was a lot of people. There, there was a lot of bands I really enjoyed, like Country Joe and the Fish. You know, they were there and they had that song about Vietnam. You know, one, two, three. What are we fighting for? Don't ask me. I don't give a damn next stop is Vietnam <laughs> you know and I went looking for that album before the show and I couldn't find it I found some country Joe on the fish album, but not the one with the Vietnam song that was huge but I mean the, the, whole, the whole thing just setting the whole thing up before I started talking about the concert was all about the times we were living at the time mm-hmm. I mean you had all of these anti-war protests only like 35 percent of the people in 1966 still supported the Vietnam War you had civil rights marches you had women's rights marches you had latino rights marches you know caesar chavez they're all trying to get the field workers you know get them to be treated like human beings you know and have decent pay and stuff like that and it was like every there was a every, any type of protest you could imagine from the you're
0: 60s also, was also the all
3: taking place as the backdrop of woodstock happening it was supposed to be, just be three days of peace and you know, peace art and love you know
0: Wasn't at that time, I could be mistaken, it might have been a year later. Um, Around that time. Hi, Danny. Hi, Danny. Around that time, um, Hendrix was in relation to the Black Panther movement, wasn't he? Uh,
3: Uh, Well, I know Timothy Leary lived with some Black Panthers in Africa. They were all exiled together. And Timothy Leary, of course, was an LSD guru. He was a professor at a university that was promoting, hey, Caitlin that was promoting LSD as something that you needed to do long before uh, long before they even made it illegal, you know? So he was living with Black Panthers. Now, I actually don't remember anything about Hendrix and the Black Panthers.
0: Yeah, I uh, saw a documentary the other day about okay. how okay. Hendrix was in relation with the Black Panthers. He even dedicated a set list to them towards the end of his career, or his life, I should say. And they believe that Hendrix may have been murdered due to his involvement with the Black Panther movement.
3: You know, that's interesting because I have I have friends, some of the musicians, good musicians, that have always believed, you know, that people like, you know, Jim Morrison of the Doors and, and so many of these people that were kind of counterculture spokesmen, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of them were murdered, you know, by uh, the administration or what we call the establishment at the time. It was, there was a Republican the Democrats. It was just the establishment of us. They hated us. We hated them back. You know, us long-haired, leaping knowledge, you know.
0: That's how it anyway. should still be. You shouldn't be obsessed with a politician. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should go back to that. <laughs> you just lost Naomi. Um, <laughs> I just knew. Yeah, what happened? I don't Maybe know. a connection cut out. She got her, she uh her screen turned wow. off there she is there's nothing there she is hey she's back yeah. she's the woman behind the her laptop just went off because i hadn't plugged it but,
3: in but the guy that i had on my show with me the woodstock show he's somebody that's comes on the shows a lot and stuff we all came from kind of the same same show and uh he uh he lived in woodstock he's living in woodstock now and he's a musician and he's just made, I think, a third album in a series. You know, I think they're on Spotify. And they are on Spotify. He gave me a list of places where I could go listen to them. But uh, Scott, Scott Harris, he's got uh, he's got this series called Horror House. It, it's a different kind of music. You know, It's the kind of stuff that um, he says the best way to listen to us with headphones on. And he's, he's done every instrument on it. He just went to this well-known place over in the high desert and laid out, laid down the dump, drum tracks for the latest album, and uh, I'm kind of anxious to go listen. Every once in a while, you get a a little snippet of it on uh, Instagram or something.
0: I'll check it out. Send me a link.
3: <coughs> okay, Send I'll see what link.
0: I can find. But it was nice talking to you, Royce. So I'm probably going to cut. Okay, yeah, I got,
3: I got to cut out. I didn't mean to come and crash the show.
0: Oh no! I love having well, somebody else on, on the dude. show. It's better than us, right? Mean, now. It's really okay.
3: interesting. <laughs> well, let me yeah, see. I'm
0: not,
3: I'm not used to getting off somebody else's show. You might just have to cancel. Me. Well,
0: I will. We're actually going to get off there soon. But what we should do is oh. do a Woodstock episode and have people that was at Woodstock.
3: Oh, yeah. I know. I actually I ran an ad on Facebook wanting to have, wanting to someone that had been to Woodstock, to the festival, to get a, get a hold of
0: me. I wanted to have them on this show. They might not remember it though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the <a> problem. Just <laughs> find old footage on YouTube. Do you remember this? <laughs>
0: yeah, but this was you. <laughs> you right, right. Was well,
1: this so you many... behind the train?
0: <laughs> I've seen so many videos of like Hendrix concerts where everybody's tripping on acid and dancing. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of hard to find people that wouldn't. I heard a rumor yeah. before we go. I heard a rumor that jimmy Hendrix would never enter a concert with a set list oh i, I believe
3: that yeah. i believe he, that
0: he would always tell the band hey we're doing this song and then they would just do whatever song they, he wanted to do next <laughs> right right and then he would never play the guitar the same way at different shows
3: right like right he
0: always played differently the backing band played the same he yeah. was different
3: well you know Jimi hendrix Jimi hendrix and led zeppelin have always been my one and two you know then mm-hmm. uh, they go back and forth but i love hendrix and uh i have a lot of hendrix including an eight album set that i haven't even opened because it was already 20 years old and still in the shrink wrap when i bought it with a velvet cover and uh i also have a jimmy hendrix live in maui which is a three album set which is a beautiful set it comes with a, a blu-ray dvd of both concerts in maui where he was at the top of his game and he played between two and three hundred Played before between two and three hundred people, you know. If you can imagine that, I have that on Blu-ray, DVD. But I mean, I really, uh, really enjoy Hendrix's music. And the funny thing is, when he, when they laid down the tracks for their very first album, the Jimi Hendrix Experience, the studio said, "This isn't going to work." He goes, "Well, what are you talking about?" He goes, "Well, no one's going to buy a song over three minutes long. No one's going to listen to it." So he had to go back to the studio. And cut all of these like beautiful long improvised solos that I love so much about listening to it live. Had to cut them all down to three-minute songs. You
0: know? Yep. And uh played them live the way they were supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I heard a funny, a great Hendrix story before we completely cut this off because I always found this interesting. Tommy Chong of Cheech and Chong fame was yeah, actually yeah. a guitarist <laughs> for Motown. And okay. he said in one of the bands of Motown, he was in hendrix showed up and they played together oh so tommy yeah, chong that. of Cheech and chong played with hendrix
3: wow you know it, it never amazes me. it never ceases to amaze me when i'm skipping through youtube and stuff and i find these these people that play together you know like yeah. i come across jimmy page up on stage playing with the beach boys but i had to post one of those songs too on on facebook i was it was like, come on, Jimmy, come on, you know, and then he starts,
0: you know, taking off and stuff. And- I saw this yeah. video of uh, John Lennon playing with Frank Zappa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was one of the weird ones that I saw. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Anders, Anders, thank you very
3: much. I appreciate
0: that. Thank you that. for all of your stories, Royce. It's always an honor having you on. But, yeah, um, no, th- thank you, guys. I really yeah, enjoyed, thank you. Really enjoyed yeah. hanging out with you guys. It was nice talking to you guys. Love you all. And okay. And remember live long yeah yeah. live live in peace